it's Jen here. Just wanted to give you a brief explanation of what this episode is. So um, this is a one shot that the four of us played together to kind of figure out who we were, who uh, each other are and how everybody plays as well as um, who the characters are. Um, this episode is completely not canon, not canon uh, in any way, shape or form. This is the very first time we ever played together that we recorded. Um, we recorded it specifically because we knew we would eventually release it. Um, so here it is. Um, we played this uh, one shot is called Scales of Justice. It was written by Monkey DM over on Patreon. You should definitely check that out. I I live for the stuff that they create over there. Highly recommend. Um, and this this one shot is very deeply in the ground in uh, moral justice. Uh, so because it was the first time we ever played, we didn't record intros. It was it wasn't meant to be a release episode. It was meant for us to kind of learn each other. So without intros. I mean, I'm just going to tell you who we are, because by now, you probably know. I'm Jen. I'm the DM. You've heard my voice a few times. Uh, we have Sin, playing as Glory. Sin uses they, then pronouns. Glory uses she, her. We have Ian, playing as Haldor. Both of them use he, him. And with JP, they, them pronouns, playing as Al, who also uses she, her pronouns. So, um, yeah, I think you'll really enjoy this episode. It gets a bit crazy. Um, I'm pretty sure that... Some of the things that our characters did, I don't think the person who created this one shot would have ever expected anyone to do. Um, but that's the game, isn't it? Chaos Incarnate. Let's get in it. Also, please be kind about our uh, sound problems. Adventurers, you find yourselves in the port town of Olin. Though the developing economical structure has done much for the city, life here is still not perfect. Due to its close proximity to the marshes, plenty of disease-spreading insects and thief-brought vermin infest the slums, spreading sickness to unsuspecting people. It is because of such an illness that a devoted shoemaker by the name of Heron Lestrade has requested aid. Now on a rainy day, not too late in the afternoon, you find yourself at his doorstep, having found a small piece of paper requesting aid on a quest board. There you are. Sorry, are we all starting together? Yeah, you're all, you're, you're, we're just gonna, like, have it established that you're just together for now, because, uh, you know, like I said, this is non-canon, this is more of just, like, breaking you guys in, uh, on the playing. So you're, you're, you're all together uh, as a little adventurer group. I walk right up to this board posting and I grab it if I am tall enough and I say, let's do it. But can someone else read? <laughs> if that's what we're going to do. Uh, I suppose so. Aldor is just following Glory's lead. Always. <laughs> okay. So yeah, y'all uh <laughs> y'all are at uh the doorstop of uh the man who has asked for aid. Ooh, okay. His name is Heron Lestrade. So you're at his door. You're just at his door. 
Um, I knock very aggressively. I'm just like, goodness. Uh, moments after knocking on the door, it opens and you see an older looking man, perhaps in his uh, mid to late 40s. His eyes are very red and the bags underneath them are large. Um, his clothes are raggedy, loose fitting, not looking like enough to protect him uh, from the cold winds in this town. His hairline, far too gone. Uh, a patchy head and beard of hair remain. He looks like he's been ravaged with sadness and exhaustion. Uh, before he greets you, he puts his hands to his face to wipe away his tears. Uh, and he looks and sees you, and he sees this slip of paper in your hand. Uh, and he invites you to come in, uh, specifically asking that you keep your shoes on. Uh, Gloria's gonna awkwardly, like, almost instinctively go to take her shoe off and be like, okay, okay, and then just follow him. Okay. Alan's doing that, like, weird, like, when there's, like, a a sidewalk that's got, like, puddle, like, doing, like, weird, like, tiptoeing to, like, the, like, I don't know what's on the floor, but I assume it's because there's something gross on the floor, and I'm, like, trying to tiptoe around it, even though I don't even see it. And I'm just scraping my boots off just to make sure I don't bring anything new into into his mess. So polite. So you uh, you follow the old man as he leads you to a small antechamber. It's a mix between a kitchen and a living room, with only a wooden table and two wooden stools as furniture. Alongside a fireplace and a few stacks in which you can see various green foods, uh, he takes a look at you before fetching a dark green bottle off of the floor. He opens it and smells it before handing it to you with a sad look. I'm sorry, I, I don't have any glasses. I don't have much need for them, but this is good wine. I promise. And anyway, who are you, might I ask? He passes the bottle over. Uh, Glory's gonna grab it, and she's gonna do a bow and say, Glory, but I don't drink, and then pass it on to Haldor. My name's Haldor. And I take a swig of the, of the wine, wipe the, wipe the bottle and hand it out, hand it to Al. Uh, I take it. Uh, you can call me Al, and I like, I know that I like, it's polite to drink. This is out of character. I know that, like, it's clear that I like, know that it's polite to drink it. And so that I have to, but I'm like, very nervously, like, I like, take like the smallest, like, could count as a sip, sip. <laughs> But, like, trying to, like, not seem like an asshole for doing it. But, like, it's this very, like, weird, Oops. conflicted, like, almost worse for the damage control that I'm doing thing. Oops. And I, like, hand it back. Like, I, I, I think I'm maybe not even standing close enough to the table to get it to the table. So I, like, awkwardly, like, try to hand it back to, like, Glory to put it on the table. Wondering uh, why it is that I've asked for help. Thought they'd come to mind. Nope. There, there was an ad. I yeah, need something done. I guess. Glory's a talker. <laughs> yes. Uh, so, uh, my daughter. My daughter has become very sick. Uh, no clerics or paladins have been able to cure her. She's been in the clinic for the past few months, and she is indeed doing better. But in order to keep her in the treatment, uh, I must pay 300 gold per month. I have sold almost everything, including giving up my life savings. 
I work 20 hours a day and barely make enough money to pay up. Shoemaking isn't the best, but it makes money. Uh, all I have is a small house, these two rooms, and what little furniture is here. But two nights ago, my house was robbed. All the money I had saved up for two months has been taken. I ask that you help me find it. Do you have clues? Uh, he says, I personally don't, but you are welcome to take a look at the crime scene. It has been left mostly untampered. Okay, um, Claire's gonna stand up. Uh, where is it? Okay, um, so, uh, he, he takes you down the hall, uh, to the room, so you'll move into the back hallway. Uh, you go into a small bedchamber. In there, there's only one small mattress, enough for a very small person, uh, a wooden chest, a pile of clothes. Uh, there's a set of cobbler's tools. You kind of assume he uses that for work. Left in the corner, you see a long sword left along a small metal, and there might be a few things worth examining around the room in general. And I do an investigation roll. Give me a perception check as you walk through the door. Even better. Oscar, just Clary. Um, uh, it could be anybody. If anybody you guys came. roll for it. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you guys also follow down the hall. Can I do math? Okay, 8 plus 3, 11. Yeah, no, it's 11. A strong 11. Alright. With an 11... You, that, you can tell that this door frame, uh, might have been hit really hard, uh, when it was being robbed. Oh. Um. Power Um. I don't know doors that well. But it looks broken. Let me take a look. I go and uh, investigate the uh, the door to see what she's talking about. Uh, this one, they, this one's about. a perception. Okay. Yeah. No. Oh, I got a twenty-four on my perception. Oh, that is amazing. Wait, which might be a nat twenty, actually. Oh, was a nat twenty? Yeah, that was a nat twenty. Oh, thank God. <laughs> that is awesome. Ow. Looks like a door to me, Terry. <laughs> <laughs> now, as you walk through, uh, you can clearly see that there is like a small cut in the door frame where a piece of fabric and a little bit of blood has been stuck in like a loose strip of wood, probably snagged someone as they were leaving. Um, like if they had elbowed it and cut themselves. Oh, yeah, they totally left something. Oh, this is great. What? Mm. Oh, I mean, oh, fun. I, your livelihood could. Right, uh, but uh, no, but like we're we're gonna catch this because they there's like some blood and some some blood. this is like a, a dream amount of evidence. God, uh, mm. uh, would anyone like to do uh, some insights on either um, the door frame or possibly on the blood or anything else, um, the um. fabric even? Could I do it on the fabric? Uh, yeah, let me see. Yeah. 
do look at the blood. investigation me on the fabric and for the blood uh, I would need ah, I would need an insight on the blood Okay. As Insight. someone who wears a lot of costumes, can I have advantage on the fabric? You know what? Sure. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. My insight roll was not nearly as good. A strong tip. Fabric. Yeah, this this looks like it's uh this is clearly someone made fabric. And my my blood inside check was an eight. Oh wow! Okay. Um, Well, with the eight, uh, you can tell that the blood is a purplish shade. It's not. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to really know anything about blood just by looking at it. Uh, Who has purple blood? I don't know, but I could taste it. Oh, oh, um. Oh, glory. If you really want to taste the blood, I will give you advantage on insight of what kind of blood it is. Yeah, Gloria's just gonna like... Is it like a couple drops or like a smear? It's barely a smear. It's like someone got like a scrape as they walked by. Okay, Gloria's gonna like rub her finger on it and just give a little lick. Oh my god, my inside is not good. <gasps> 19. Oh, that's enough for you to know it must be someone of either orc or half orcish descent. Oh god. So Glory's like tasting the blood and she's like, <laughs> I think it's an orc or a half orc. Ugh. Seems difficult. That's really weird, but okay. Not that it would be an orc or half orc, obviously, could be anyone. Just that you hate the blood, right? Like I've seen you do some weird stuff, but like this is really, like okay, okay. I heard that like tasting things brings back memories. That's it's it's I, I'm... I mean sure. You get to be yourself. All right. Uh, would anyone else like to make an investigation on the fabric? Uh, yeah, I will. I can try. My investigation is bad. Uh, <laughs> but was it just blood and fabric? What else did I see in there? I think the door frame was like cut. Yeah, it had gotten like a, a loose piece of wood, and that's what cut the person um, and caught the fabric. So it wasn't like too much more information than that, unfortunately. Okay, but they were they were large, which mm-hmm. I guess checks out with right. Mark or half work. I'd like to investigate the uh, the fabric. Mm-hmm. Yes, I may as well try as well. Oh my god, your investigation's so high. <laughs> Now, following my rolls would help out. I mean, 13 is probably not bad. 13. Yeah. 
Okay. Um, yeah, on a 13, um, on the fabric, you can kind of smell the slightest hint of a tobacco. He was a smoker. Um, let me see. Like, uh, as if this fabric directly touched the tobacco. Ooh. Uh, and with a survival check, uh, y'all can possibly find out a little bit more about that tobacco. If I, if any of you have a criminal background, which I do not think any of you do, I can tell you more. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure no one here is a criminal. Um, 18 for survival. Oh, awesome. Glory, you have been around the block. You know that this is the smell of a specific strand of tobacco that is most likely contraband in this region. Um, I'm going to turn to the, the shoemaker. Is there a place to buy illegal stuff here? I just say, is there a place to buy illegal stuff yeah, here? Did, Boy, that's kind of direct. But... Uh, <laughs> we want to solve this? He he says, uh, as a, uh, as, as a matter of fact, I think there's a uh, a saloon in town called the what? What's it? What's it called? The Snake Skull. They always have uh, rough types around there. You can't judge people. To be clear, that's not because we want to buy illegal stuff. It's because the, the 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 there's stuff on the thing. We're not. We're 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 not. It's not for. Uh, it sounds weird because I'm saying it's not for us in the denial, of, like making it. Um, no, it's okay. It's okay. This this will help. This will help us solve the case for you. Um, It'll help us. We're, that's why we're doing it. I mean, it won't probably help with your bigger problems, right? Like, this is like very much just like one step in the like various ways that the world has ground you down. And like, we can't do anything about that. Lori's uh, just going to grab the fabric and be like, guys, end, no, think, it's drugs. We're just pushing you down the road a little bit by getting you back this money. But God, I'm saying too much again, aren't I? You're, you're fine. I thank you for your help. Sorry, what is it called again? Let's speak to more. The snake. The snake skull saloon. Okay. So we know that it is at least a half orc who did this and they smoke. Or they carry drugs. Smoke or yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Wait, when did this happen? I think Oh, I don't, I don't remember. How, Didn't he say it happened last night? That was a quick post. Last night. Uh, so he was robbed two days ago. Two days. Two days ago. So, like, not likely. I mean, depending on how much people like bathe and wash their clothes here, not likely that they're still wearing the same thing. Uh. But right. Um. So. From what you guys can tell, this fabric is, since y'all cut like, the tobacco thing, this is more than likely what the tobacco was rolled in. Mm. Yeah. Oh, so it's not that someone's clothes got stuck on the door. It's right. That... Their, their uh, cigar or their cigarette got caught. Yeah. 
And also, you got to be really committed to smoking. To... <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Um, also, uh, let me see. Mister Lestrade will also tell you guys um, when he had come home that evening, he found some muddy footprints, um, which he will just confirm that it was definitely like an orcish or half orc person because of the size of the shoe. Um, that's kind of part of his trade is knowing the size of the shoe. Uh, but he said there were some muddy footprints, and there may still be some in the alley, but considering it is raining, that could be gone. Okay. Mm-hmm. Did you, since you are a shoemaker, do you know, like, the, like, what the bottom of the shoe looked like, if it would look different than other ones of those? If anything, we're more boot form, so boot. Oops. I'd like to go back and check and see if I can determine a direction they went in. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, let's just. So you're going to go outside. Yeah. Cool. So uh, when you're outside, make a perception check for me. Pretty high DC. Ooh. 21. That won't happen again, I guarantee. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, that That is one more than what you needed <laughs> to be able to still find these muddy footprints leading away from the Lestrade home uh, down the path towards the town square. I think I caught their trail. It looks like they're heading to the town square. Oh. Is that the same direction as the tavern? Or Will it be? Uh, you you want to ask uh, the, the straw? Yeah. Hey, which way is the tavern for that tavern from here? Again, just because for the for the investigation. Now, why am I being so specific about this? That yeah, he says, uh, no, definitely, uh, pretty much everything in town is that way. I live just on the edge here. But, yeah, if you go that way, surely you'll find the tavern. Okay, so I guess, I mean, they went in that direction, but everything's in that direction. Okay. So in that direction, do you, like, have the trail, or do we have to continue looking for it? Um, so the trail is there for now. Um, are you all outside or are you still like doing anything inside? Um, Glory definitely followed Haldor and is standing under his bag to avoid getting wet. I guess it might be good to ask, like, do you have any particular enemies or do you think this is just like they wanted money? Like, did you notice anyone? skulking around your house before um, did you did did someone like hear you talking about how much money you had in your basement right right uh not to like imply <laughs> yeah so he says uh no uh i i don't have much time to talk to people or make friends all of my time and effort goes into paying for my daughter's treatment but 
I, I will say I haven't seen anyone skulking around, at least not here. There is a shadowy figure I've, I've seen before in town, but I, I don't know much about him at all. Did anyone weird, like, come to your door to talk to you about something? No, no. Mm-hmm. What about, like, uh, have you had conflict with creditors? I have Maybe? no debt, but to the clinic. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Thanks. So if we're all... I think- Side, just let me know once uh, everybody is leaving the house. Okay, I'm good to I'm go. Outside. So you have, so you guys have the uh, the footprints that you're able to follow for a bit, um, and you walk through the rain, um, not really having a lot of clues uh, from from what you have. I mean, you kind of have a few pieces here and there, um, but you slowly notice that the rain is trickling and getting louder and louder and falling much faster. Uh, without any pause, the light rain of the town begins to strengthen, turning into a full-on storm, um, and the there's only one place nearby to hide under the roof of. Uh, it's a large wooden building uh, kind of imposing itself onto the street. Do y'all want to run under the canopy there? Is it hurting us? It's not necessarily hurting you, um, but it is definitely wa- washing away the footprints that you were following. Mm-hmm. We should probably follow the trail as long as we can, right? I mean, yeah. I I don't I think the the rain is is fine. Water Ganassi would say that. <laughs> Oh, you mean? Oh, right, right. Is not everyone? I did not think of that. Assumed I have a problem as be... long as my swords don't rust. Could get rusty. I mean, unless Halder is going to make me new ones. Yeah, I, I feel like. <laughs> This seems like very important social bonding, but like I feel like we are going to lose these tracks if we don't go now. Yeah. You want to you keep following where you believe the tracks to be? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, yeah. maybe I will also... Can I, should I also do an insight? To... Is it insight of survival? Let me see. For... If any of you uh, want to do a history for town, uh, it might help you figure out the balloon situation. Yeah, sure. Uh, <gasps> I, have proficiency in I got a 20, guys! Ah! Wait for one. Nice. Um, oh my gosh. Oh, nice. What's my history? <laughs> that is amazing. Oh, Glory, you know about this town. Oh, and I also got a nat 20 survival. Why is this happening? My dice are very all or nothing today. Who? Okay, so Gory, you got a twenty on the history. Yeah. Cool. So you know this town for a fact. There is no place that is named 
the snake skull saloon. <gasps> but you do know that there is a saloon called the Sneak Skull Saloon, and you think maybe there might have just been a mix-up. And also with that history, you'll know that it is just like you're 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 so close to the saloon. If you just walk into a building, you'd probably be in. okay. Um, did you already tell us what the survival check got? Oh, I said the rain wasn't so bad. You didn't need oh, one. Yeah. Oh, I thought you said the rain was so bad that we did need no, one. No, okay, sorry, that, that might have been me cut out. Okay. Um, Audio. Cool. Well, we can uh, keep tracking, but from what I remember before we got here, the saloon should be really close. Like a hop, jump, and a skip away. And like... It just occurred... It just occurred to me that we maybe should have checked to see if there was evidence of tobacco in other parts of the room. Oh. Um... Or, like, if there was anything he was hiding from us, it, like, did not occur. I didn't feel like I could be like, hey, are you lying to us or whatever? <laughs> but, like, now that, like, we're no longer talking to him, I'm like, should I done more to make sure I mean, of that? we can check the saloon really quick. It's, like, one of my hops away. Which isn't very far, so. Alright, cool, yeah. I just wanted to, to, to say that before I forgot it, or before I decided it was too long to say it again, because sometimes it's like, you know... You're you're right, though. It's like, oh, why are you saying this thing that was about yesterday? We're not very suspicious of people. <laughs> so far, but, you know, there are moments for suspicion. Uh, Alright, so, uh... Yeah. Actually, y'all find uh, the tavern. It's literally, like, right next to you. Uh, you walk in, and you open that door, you notice a motley crowd. There is a large, uh, it's a large open, it gives way to an elongated bar in the distance, inside, dressed in blacks and browns. There are half-orcs, tieflings, a few other races, and they're all watching you. At the bar, a snake-like skinned individual with white hair and yellow slitted eyes looks at you intently. You get the sense that you're her presence is not entirely welcome. Ooh. We're all kids in this still, right? Like, because the, the regular campaign were high schoolers. Are yeah. we high schoolers in this? That's true. You, you can make that uh, choice. Oh. oh. That's why I was like, I don't drink because I'm 16. And my family doesn't break the law. My family is custom. It's because Corey hasn't been traumatized yet. <laughs> I'm I'm very curious about why they don't like us. I mean, I am a performer, so like, why do you guys hate me? <laughs> oh dang! There's a lot of people. Uh, so yeah, so you get the sense your your presence just in general uh, isn't like super welcome. You pop back in. Oh, okay. Um, ooh, I like this map though. So I'm gonna say I Glory probably walked ahead of everyone. That's fine. Um, 
So are there any uh, any tables specifically, or you want to go talk to the bartender? Um, you know, is there anything? As we walk through, sort of get like a general, without seeming like we're staring, get a sense of the various people at the various tables. Right. So um, mostly they they seem to be like riffraff, some some thugs. Uh, they're not like super friendly. They've all got kind of like a mean mug on their face. Like they're prepared to fuck you up if somebody says go. And they all have pretty much the same reaction to us. Yeah, they all feel that way. It and um, every now and then they look to the bartender to kind of get like a vibe check. Um, so it, you kind of get the sense that maybe the bartender's the the head honcho in charge here. Okay. Um, as we're walking through the doorway, um, I'm gonna wrap a piece of copper wire around my finger. Um, and just say, like, you could do this to yourself and cast Detect Thoughts as we're walking through, if that's okay. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, now, Detect Thoughts, I know that's just surface thought. Yeah, unless I want to delve deeper, in which case I think, is it me who has to do a save, or do they? I'm going to check. Am I opening up another thing? I can. Oh no! I have my card. I have my card on me. It's fine. It does take concentration. Um, if I want to use an action, um, they have to make a wisdom saving throw, but I'm not going to do that yet. Mm-hmm. If I want to probe deeper. Okay. So, uh, generally, they're all kind of thinking the same thing. They're like they're they're tired from work they just want to drink and enjoy themselves and there's these new people that they've never seen before coming into their bar their safe space and they're just like "Mm, I don't like new people uh Glory is just gonna smile and wave at everyone like a little casual wave but you're not going to like directly interact um no, I'm gonna I'm gonna see if the other two want to interact. I am following closely behind Glory, um, kind of following Glory's cues. Um, but yeah, I was trying to sort of see if anyone's seeming particularly shifty, but it seems like they are not. Yeah, they're not looking to like try to make trouble. But if trouble happens, trouble happens. Okay, um, I think Gloria's gonna try and walk up to the bar area. Okay. It's a really cool map. (laughs) And and let's see. So, uh, do you want to talk to the bartender? Uh, yeah. She is gonna um, smile and wave at him or her, them, and see what happens. See, like, if they're busy, if they're not, you know, no rush. Alright, uh, the bartender kind of grumbles over. Uh, she introduces herself as the Hiss. Uh, the Hiss? 
the hiss. Um, I like want to talk much. Um, but uh, if you want to roll a charisma check, it can be intimidation, pers- deception, or persuasion uh, to just kind of ask possibly about uh, anything you want to know. Like uh, you want to know about tobacco, about if anybody might have stolen something, all those kinds uh- of things. I will do deception. Oof, that's rough. Uh, I rolled a ten. Um. Ooh. So um, I uh, so she's a little <laughs> nervous here with all these scary tall people, and she's just like, uh, I heard you could um, you could get some uh, some substances here. Uh, I'm just going to let you know now. Um, so if you fail a check by five or more, which you have, I'm just going to tell you that right out. Oh, you no. have. Um, what's going to happen is the hiss is going to have her thug take care of you. <gasps> so let oh. me get her thug. I channel divinity. What's divinity? Sure. sure. I'm gonna I can I can channel divinity uh as an order sorry. Okay. If we're going to into um initiative, then we can do that first and I'll just do this I'll try to do this on my action. But I do it before um uh we roll initiative, that's fine too. You have the time. Thanks. So yeah, as a order domain cleric, I can channel divinity to um each creature of my choice that can see or hear me within 30 feet must succeed of a wisdom saving throw or be charmed mm-hmm. uh, until the end of my next turn. So it seems like it's, I don't know how that works outside of initiative okay. or outside of combat, but. All right. Uh, let me go ahead and roll for three. Uh, do you want to say so you said within 30 feet? Within 30 feet. Yeah. Also, I don't know how to know how many channel divinities I have per short rest. I think rest. it's for your mod for that. Oh, my wisdom modifier? Um, is that, is that your spellcasting modifier? Oh, you know what? Actually, I, my my character sheet has it as a has like a, a box that just sort of clicks on and off, so I think it, I only have one per short rest. Okay. I think it might be based on my level. That's, that's probably it. So I can only do it once until I... Okay, and what okay. is the save on that? Um, it doesn't say, which is It should strange. be your spell um, Okay. I have no combat spells, my friends. Concrete <laughs> does damage. That's my only damage spell. <laughs> Okay, my my spell safety C is twelve. Okay. I don't. Know, it's like very flashy and obvious to do this. So I'm. I guess I guess if I only want to do it to the bartender, I can just sort of flash my holy symbol to them. Uh, so the bartender and two out of the three thugs that are going to mess you up. The bartender's not going to fight you. It's just going to be her thugs doing the dirty work. Um, but one of them. I think what I want to do is only show it to the bartender. 
Okay. So you only wanted to do it to the bartender? I wanted to get her to not send the thugs after us. Okay, let me see if I can. If that works. And I, it's okay if that's not, if that doesn't work. If no, that's we not can a thing that my ability can try do. That. That is, that we can definitely try that out. Um, what beautiful look this is. Uh, I have rolled a one. <laughs> so, this bartender is not only going to call off these thugs, but is going to somewhere is it? Um, to look at you and say, you've earned your stay. Would you like a drink? One drink, drink each on the house. Mead. Thank you. Laying my hand on the on the bar. I I will also have mead. She she hands you both over a nice big mug, and then she looks out to the whole rest of the bar and says, "We treat them like friends." And then goes back to work. God. So you now essentially um, have free reign. You can uh, go through the bar. You can go up the stairs. You can pretty much do anything. People will likely more more than likely talk to you now without just shrugging you off. Um, now that the like predominant emotion of everyone isn't what the fuck are they doing here? Is anyone acting particularly? Like, can I sort of look over and see a general sense of anyone if anyone's looking at us weird? you've noticed that they've kind of taken the mean mug off. They're just like casual now. Like they're not trying to put up appearances and seem tougher than they are. They're just trying to relax after a day or a week's long of work um, out there thievery and you know whatnot. But no one looks nervous. No one seems nervous uh, because you're there anymore. Um, is Detect Thought still going? Because I don't know how long we've been, but it's like a minute long. If not, that's okay. If it's only a minute, I'm going to say it's probably done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, yeah, y'all can, uh, like, take some places around this floor, or if y'all want to go up to the second floor, we can do that, and you can explore there. There's, like, several things around you can check out. So Gloria's going to turn to both of you and be like, I, I don't know what to do now. Um, I ordered this to fit in. I don't I don't want this. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do either. I was uh, hoping you knew what to do. I was like, I guess we're going to go there and then they'll know like who to talk to and how to can't just like go and like ask. Like, you guys should know. Here's the I trick know. with with making it look like you look like you're drinking. Put it up to your lips and come up with a thought and say something else. You won't have to drink it. Don't worry. It's not the drinking. It's the, it's like, it seemed like a fucking cop. <laughs> um, I'm a firm believer of fake it till you make it. Um, so I'm going to pretend I know what we're doing. Um, 
Do you guys want to split up at different tables or stay together? I would feel a lot more comfortable not okay. by myself. Um, Gloria's going to look around and see if there's anyone sitting alone so that there is multiple seats for everybody. All right. Uh, so most of these tables, there are several people at them. Um, while you cannot physically move the chairs uh, from the map, you yeah. are welcome to say you've moved chairs. Are, um, are like the ones with like the slightly green faces on the map orcs? So the ones that have the green ring around them, those are the half-orc subs that uh, the bartender was going to have fight you. Okay. And uh, Oh, I don't see rings oh, at all. Like oh, zoom it, in it, to see them. it should be very faint. They're, they're very faint. It was mostly just, like, for me. Um. So Gloria's going to try and walk over then and just look tough and fight the urge to skip. And I will join this person here. I'm glancing around looking for the tallest person or the biggest person in the bar. Nice. Uh, the bi- definitely the biggest person in this bar is going to be that bartender. Oh, he is okay. The the head of this building, and will she? She's a she's a very good uh, delegator. <laughs> when it comes to okay. <laughs> Glory will turn around mid walk. <laughs> Straight wait, up. Let's go back. Wait, she's like gonna pause. What are we supposed to ask? I feel like I am not the smartest person in this group, so I should not be in charge of questions. Ask if you can buy some tobacco. I'm gonna ask these guys. Okay. As I'm walking towards one of the thugs that was previously coming towards us. Okay. Okay. Whatever the kind of it was that it was. Alright, so let me see. Um so yeah, so now that uh the hiss is willing to talk. Um, Laura, you're gonna ask if you can get them tobacco? Um, I'm gonna re- reshape my question and be like, do you know where I could find more of this tobacco? I, um, I normally have it back home, but I can't find it here. Great. Um, so she kind of, uh, lets you know, yes, we, we sell that here. We, we keep that on the down. You don't tell people you're not supposed to have it, but uh, I've got some. Uh, if you if you really want to buy some, uh, I also have other contraband, but um, I only have very limited stock. Um. Well, how much is it? I don't have that much gold on me. Uh, for each tobacco cigarette of our special blend, it will be five gold pieces. What if I only have one? No tobacco for you. How much do you have in stock right now? I have some money. Uh, with the amount of cigarettes that she currently has ready to go, uh, if I wanted to like have it, at, this is a this is a weird. I know this is a weird question. I'm sorry. This is like super. Normally, it would be super rude to ask, but like. Oh, like, do you know if there's like a wholesaler in like I, I, I professional courtesy? I don't want to like not professional. That's a weird way of putting it. No, it's it's like just for home use. I'm not trying to like zone it, like get in on your. I'm making a whole mess of things. I just my 
My dad really likes getting everything wholesale. It's really dumb. Uh, he's like a, he does like crimes or whatever. It's, that, I, why did I say that? I'm such a dumbass. It's just like, uh, so it's told to like try to get a good deal. It's dumb. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I won't even. I love that so much. Uh, if you would roll uh, in a persuasion check, or you could go deception if you feel oh, that. Oh, my charisma is. <laughs> they are both I will the give worst. Al the help action. Thanks. Does that give me yeah. advantage, or does that give me? Yeah. Okay. Actually, can okay. I can I change that? Can I instead just like touch your arm and be like, "It's okay," and give you bardic inspiration? That's great. I will take part. Yeah. Uh, a D6. So, what's the, what's my a D6? Okay. Uh, I don't know how to add a D6 to uh, this. Uh, no idea. So I guess I'll just roll it, and then I'll roll a D6 physically. Eight. Oh. But yeah. So it's eight. I rolled a six on the D6, but I rolled a two on the D20. <laughs> And I full of opposites. Yeah. She kind of over the bar and it's somewhat close to your face. No bullseye <laughs> for everybody. Okay, that's totally fine. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for even asking. It's really just like a like a for home use, like because I you know, when you're in a restaurant you pay more for food because it's a restaurant and there's service and everything, but I'm just like, you know, for the other it's okay. It's, it's like I'm just saying that's like that's why I was asking, but like I'm gonna drop it now and that is totally your Lori, did you want to talk to the bartender? Um about anything else. Yeah. Um and then we'll hop over to Haldor at the table. Would you trade information for performance? I am a really good sword dancer. Okay. I have no idea if this is gonna work, y'all. I've been rolling so bad. Guaranteed to go one so of two ways. You you want to yes. pay up with a performance. Got it. All right. Uh, we don't usually have performers here, but if you can put on a good show, half price for information. Well, I forgot you asked for information. Yeah, no, she will tell you anything if you put on a little good show. Okay. Um, I'll wait till Haldor does the th- do the, does the his questions, and then I'll do the performance stuff. All right. Uh, so you're over at the table. Mm-hmm. I toast to the uh, the guy I'm sitting with and ask him if there's any work. Are there any jobs lately? Uh, the guy says, if uh, if you're into stealing, best thing you can do is just find find somebody with something you need and. Take it, and hopefully you can sell it for a profit. Around here, there's a lot of poor folks. And, uh, unfortunately, the town isn't, uh, in the best shape anymore. Uh, recently, the port stopped bringing in enough fish, and the cold winds have made it hard for farmers. I imagine everyone's been hit pretty hard, then. The orphanage has got it the worst. 
Any other news around town we should know about before leaving? Uh, oh, watch out if you're out late in the square. It's a nasty squeak that you can hear at night. Rodents? I think so. The big one. Oh, those are the worst. Scowl, friend. And then I, I walk back to the bar. Okay. As I forgot to look earlier, can I see, look around, see what, is everyone kind of wearing boots? Oh. Or are some people wearing shoes that are more boot-like than others? You can, uh, I could do an investigation check, uh, to kind of see everything going on with their feet. Okay. Um, this is not going to be, we'll see. Let's see. Everybody's wearing shoes. For the most part, you people, you people got like one shoe on, thinking about taking it off. Some people have some nasty shoes where their sh- their feet are poking out, but everybody's got shoes. Someone's got boots. The bartender. The you can't quite see the bartender's feet uh, from behind the bar. It's kind of built up relatively high, but if you want to like hop over and like lean and get a little into her space, you can surely test your water. Oh, I absolutely do not want to get into her space in any way. I will not be doing this. I have reconsidered my course of action. Uh, but also, she like has a job and owns a bar, and like, why is she? She wasn't gonna beat us up herself. She's gonna hire someone to beat us up. That is um, okay. A hundred percent true. Oh, badass! Is there like a stage area that I could like? go to? Or is it just kind of open because they don't really have performers? So, it's kind of really open. Um, the best you would probably get is either like going upstairs and like trying to play over the balcony, or uh, there's a piano right there on the right side wall Ooh. if you wanted to sit there and maybe stand on the floor or whatever you wanted to do. Okay. There's also the pool table if you just want to make a big show of it and stand on that. Absolutely, I do. Um, so, Gloria's going to walk to the pool table. Um, she's just going to assume that Al is going to fill Haldor in on what's happening. Doesn't say anything to Haldor. I, yeah, I have, um, I have uh, switched the person who I am fucking following in the shadow of to Haldor. Um, she is going to do... <laughs> A sword dance, and towards the end of it, she's gonna cast minor illusion on one of her blades and try to sword swallow it. Please be good to me, dice. Fifteen. I feel like that's like a yeah. iffy. Good. It's not a bad performance. In fact, it's somewhat good. It's not your best. It's not your best work. Um, you've done better. Uh, but, you know, it, it's satisfactory. If you want to explain what you think that uh, might look like, you can. Oh, yeah. So, like, the dance itself goes off, like, pretty well. But when it comes to, like, the blade lighting a fire, it kind of does that thing, you know, when there's, like, static and it kind of sputters in, like, the image at first. 
But it like it goes strong once it starts. It's just like there's a clear glitch as it's happening. And as she swallows, like she does gag a little bit before it goes all the way down. So it looks really smooth if you don't know. But like everyone there knows. Right. Um, so yeah, if you if you go back to one day she'll get better at that. I know she will. The uh, hill will happily give you some information. Um, lets you know that if you're looking for um, finding out if somebody knows some information about somebody stealing money or something like that, the person uh, who you want to talk to is going to be upstairs. And she kind of points. Uh, to one of the tables, it's just over the balcony, uh, and you can see a dark pink skin uh, person sitting at a table alone. Okay. Um. So, my friends, are we headed upstairs? All right. Let me get some information. All right. So cool. So as you go up the stairs, um, there you immediately notice some stools kind of across the back wall. I have not filled these with tokens. Um, but on each of the stools, you find uh, some beautiful women and men of various races that await in extravagant clothing, all smiling and winking at you as you walk by. They're the ones being horned on me. As Glory walks by, she is also smiling and winking. She does not understand what they are, what they're doing. She's like, yes, you're friendly. Me too. So, uh, y'all can pass them. So where these three tables are, like uh, at the north wall, you'd kind of go around and as you can see, I don't think they're taking that. No, you think they're taking that. I think uh, Al is like pretty aware of what's going on, but very like uncomfortable with like, ah, uh, but if I interact with you, it's like a very transactional relationship. And I feel weird, like, like you know, like flirting with a barista. It's like they're just on the clock. Like, I don't, don't I impose on, on Ooh, our favorite, our favorite trio. Do, do. So they're not saying anything as I smile and walk by, right? Yeah, they're, I mean, they would try to coax you, but you, you look a bit young, um, and they're just like, it's not worth the time. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And also, they can kind of see on Glory's face, like, you're just smiling, and like, so, um, <laughs> yeah. um, they're kind of like, that, that is not someone we need to interact with. That person, uh, you know, has their own thing going on. <laughs> like, I don't know if they know where they're at. <laughs> Probably not. You know, she's not the brightest. You know, there's right. a reason she didn't follow her family into research. Um, I'm going to sit down. Well, actually, I'll, I'll ask um, and say, may I sit? So uh, you'll approach the table, and um, already uh, the tiefling is puffing on a cigarette, and you can smell that same tobacco smell. Um, so you know that this is this is the contraband. This is this is the man with the stuff. Um, he gestures immediately towards the empty seat. What can I help you with, friends? Uh, and he immediately chuckles, um, already in the process of rolling yet another cigarette. I. I was wondering if I could ask you some questions by any chance. I will help with anything for a prize. Depends on what you need. Um, actually, really quick, would I be able to clock what kind of shoes he's wearing? Yeah, he, he's got these really nice, 
um, almost like a pointed shoe, like a nice business shoe, but a little fancier. Um, like he's the guy who keeps people pay to do stuff, uh, because he can get it done. So he gets the nice shoe. Um, what kind of price are you thinking? It depends on what you ask him immediately. Uh, so you can ask him about uh, either the the robbery, like who who took the money, if he knows or not, because he's frequent around these types. Or if you just want to know about the tobacco, you can. Um, either of those would be relatively good options. So the tobacco is kind of like you figured it out. It's contraband. People are buying it from the bar. I'm. <laughs> I am just curious if there's been any um any robberies, particularly in like t- this area of town near the shoemaker. Okay. Uh, so he looks at you and says, ha, ha, "I I do know some things, and for twenty five gold pieces, I will tell you all." Guys, I don't have that much gold. Glory's gonna turn to you. I, I, I don't have that. Um, see. Would you like to roll uh, a persuasion check? Would you take perhaps a magical infusion I of one of your items, maybe? Or an infused weapon. I will take it down to 24 gold pieces. <laughs> but. What about this? And um, Gloria's going to ruffle in her bag and pull out some paper and an ink pen and write her signature on this paper and slide it across the table to him. What is this? It's my signature. I'm a performer. And are you famous? I mean, why else would I have signatures? He he laughs. Uh, he grabs it. He looks at it. And he's like, what am I to do with this? You could sell it for money. Uh, okay, let me see. What do you think the price would be? You know, to the right collector, you could probably even get like 25 gold for it. Mm, true, I could probably get more. This is indeed name magic. Pardon? Name magic. You know, you've given me your name now. I will eventually hold some power over you. <laughs> Gloria's just... She does not know how to respond. I don't know that kind of magic, Glory. Um, so he continues to laugh. He says, <laughs> I couldn't care less. Uh, I do. I will accept this name, though, and tell you. Uh, whew, fine by me. Poor, poor by him. Orphan boy. Wanted to make a difference. Anyway, I don't care. Meet me in the plaza near the well in about an hour and a half. I'll get you the man. And he walks away slowly and laughs, uh, like a, a low, slow, maniacal. <laughs> Can I uh, get a try to get a sense of if he is planning to 
like spring a trap on us. Like if he he seems shifty all the time, so I'm trying to figure out how to like phrase like if if there's like a hidden meaning to like I will get to uh, your if man. You want- I'll let you do an insight, and I can tell you oh, yeah. uh, a little bit about that. Thanks. Insight. Uh, okay, insight is... Oh, 14. That's not awful. Awesome. Um, so you kind of get the sense that um, this guy is, yeah, really, really shifty, um, but uh, he's also a man of He's gonna do what he's gonna do to help you. He just has no loyalties to anyone. Okay. So like, he'll he'll get you the person you're okay. looking for. Um, yeah, but not in the way like he'll get us the right, person we're right. looking for, who has as the person sneaks up to us with a knife to right, our throat. Right, right. It's more of like he will lead that person uh-huh. towards the meeting place. That way, you guys can deal with it. However, you're gonna deal with it. Okay. Cool. Great. We're just, yeah. Great. He seems, uh, he seems to be above, have been above board about this, this one specific thing. Hey, hey, Glory, did you use your stage name or your real name? My stage name? I... Maybe it doesn't count. But, but I want... But I want Glory to be my real name. That's true. Oh, God. Oh, God. Yeah. The more it becomes your real name, the bigger it is. Probably. I don't know how name magic works, but I assume that the more significance that name has, that's the thing that matters. I... I'm playing Changeling the Lost. I'm like a little bit too like, oh, name, don't say name. Never give name. Especially never give name. <laughs> if someone's like, can I have your name? Mm. <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I was like, like to keep it. Glory's now in- <laughs> Glory's entirely rethink her- rethinking her entire career and how many signatures she's handed out. <laughs> <laughs> She's so freely. I just want to be famous. If enough people know my name, I'm famous. Exactly. Um, you know, guys, I think yeah. I think you guys should handle yeah. the, the deal here. Um, I'm going to take a backseat for a little bit because I, I have to think about well, my life choices. You know me, notoriously good at interacting with people. You... I, I, I can't speak I, I can't speak to what you have just done to like yourself and your future and all that jazz, but like as as your 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 teammate, I feel like you've done a bunch of really good stuff to get us towards our destination. Right? Like if if I don't I I don't mean to like pressure you into doing more stuff if you're like afraid of like hurting yourself more through this, but you've been like honestly very more useful than, than me. I don't want to. It's gonna say more useful than both of us, but like, you've done already done a lot too. I don't want to be like an asshole about. I, I feel like I fucked up, and I feel like you're doing great. But also, if you don't feel like you're doing great, I don't want to like invalidate. Oh, uh, that. you've you've done a lot. 
All I know is we seem to work better as a team. No, you you've done great, Al. You know, I I know I saw the bartender did not like me oh. at first. It's it's fine. I, I knew you I did only that. Do that once per day. So like uh, that's. I mean, I could fuck yeah. up. I'll do this alone. I don't want to do this without okay. you. I don't want to do this without either of you. Laura, you know I've always got your back. Okay. Um. Okay. Let, let's let's go. And like, Glory kind of shakes herself, and she is, she appears to be very cheerful uh, yeah. again. That's it. Fake it, you make it, Glory. Pretend to be. Y'all can go ahead and like, if y'all want to do anything else in the tavern while you're there, I'm gonna set up the next really, map. Um. Before we start. Okay. Well, Glory's gonna walk past the table, but this time she does not smile or wave at them. Yeah, she's a plastered on smile, but she's I, like I fucked up. Yeah, as as we leave out before, like as we pass the bartender, I do like a the like I, the thing that I as a child was taught. So you were just like oh, goodbye, thank you. Like you know, in this dive bar, like thank you so much for your hospitality. Yeah, love it. Kind of like randomly placed you, so like once you get off the map, if you want to like change where you're at, yeah. All right, great. So, uh, an hour later, you find yourself moving up to and fro about this uh, main plaza area. Uh, despite the heavy rain, uh, you're awaiting this figure who's supposed to show up, um, who has only thus been identified to you. Uh, we kind of didn't get that far in conversation, um, but he. Basically, everybody who has told you about him has said he's got shining tusks. But you have no, m- not much other information about this person. He's an orphan? You do know he is an orphan, yes. So you kind of uh, notice this figure coming out of the shadows uh, towards you. Um, and uh, let me see. So he, he shows up uh, because he, and he, he looks at you. He's a bit flustered. Uh, he looks possibly angry. Um, and there's a sadness in his eyes. Uh, he looks like he's pretty strong. He's, he's courageous and he's ready for a fight, but, uh, he's, he's not going to like outwardly express that. And he's breathing in deep and he, he looks at you because he knows why you're there. Uh, he says, look, look, listen to me. I know what I did ain't good. It's not. But I, I didn't do it for nothing. Come, come with me and I'll, I'll show you. I'll, I'll even tell you where we would go. We're, we're going to the Sugar Plum Orphanage. I, I promise. And then he, he kind of looks at you and there's like, there's true honesty behind his eyes. Um, but if y'all want to like do any checks on that, you can. I would like to do a check on that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. It, this would be uh, any wisdom any wisdom modifier? Um, dirty twenty. The perception would work. Yeah, you. Um, uh, yeah, that goes to be fine. So yeah, um, definitely with that dirty twenty, you'll you'll you can tell this this man is telling the truth. He he has nothing to hide from you at this moment. Like he knows you know what he's done. Uh, he just admitted it to you. Other than showing you what he did with what he did, is like his only way to get past it. Yeah. Before 
before I follow him, can I also do like a perception for the other tiefling that we met in the bar? Yeah, you can. Uh, you can do a little check and see if uh, laughter is around. Oh, twelve. Want me to look for him? Too? Um, you don't see. Uh, yeah, you can. You can definitely do a check. Uh, but Gloria, you don't see um him around. You you don't really see anyone around. The rain has kind of pushed everybody inside. About a twenty-three. Uh, so yeah, um, Al, you can kind of see and look around. Um. Yeah, not many people are outside. You definitely don't see laughter or hear him. Uh, so your your best bet is to just assume he is not in the direct vicinity. Like he's probably gone back to whatever he was doing for the night. Probably too important to stick around. Okay, I'll follow him then. Yeah, follow. Okay. Uh, so you're following Brass. Uh, he introduces himself as Brass. Um, he uh, leads you to a large orphanage building. The windows are which mostly are broken or barely boarded up. The walls are cracked. The chimney has no smoke. From inside, you can hear the shouts and cries of children uh, of multiple ages. The atmosphere is almost dystopian in a way. Uh, the children inside are very skinny, barely meet any on their any meat on their bones. Um, they look dirty. There is a little bit of childlike excitement to them, though. Um, many of them don't really realize just how bad their situation is. And Brass looks at the windows with, like, a sad face. Uh, he says, I haven't given them the money yet. Uh, I was hesitating. I was scared Mr. Azra was going to ask questions about how I got the money. You want it. It's been a break-in uh, wall, but... I grew up here, and the sisters did everything they could, but it was still hell. I only left two years ago, and I'm already on the streets. This money could change their lives, you know? Winter's a few weeks away, and they'll freeze. Some will die. Some of my friends did. Do do what you will, but these kids don't deserve this. This is hell for them. He speaks with a choked voice, um, taking out a cigarette and smoking it, almost as if it were uh, his lifeline. You look up uh, at him, uh, and you can see him. He's he's young, uh, no older than 18. He suddenly doesn't look as much of a criminal anymore, and he sighs deeply. He uh, tosses a rock toward the crack of the wall, and you can see a small bag of gold. Um, he takes it out, tosses it to your feet. He says, you have a hundred inside there right now. You can take it and walk away from this. The rest goes to those kids and you let me walk. Or you can fight me if you want it all. Since I'm not going to back down for the life of these kids. They deserve it. I don't give a damn who had it before them. Perfect person to steal from. Sorry, that's a weird way to say that. I mean, I kind of get it. Yeah. So now, uh, basically, this is where y'all will kind of make the decision that basically will lead to one of three-ish multiple potential endings. So if you you can you can fight him and you take the money, you can take what he's given you, uh, you can do other things. 
uh, up to up to you. What are your thoughts? I feel like the kids deserve it more than like the shoemaker has one kid who's sick, right? And the orphanage has all of these kids who are sick. But we also we we also promised already we would do this because I am a person of my word. And he said three hundred was missing. Uh, a total of five hundred and fifty. I'm only getting a hundred back. Brass here has just offered you a hundred to just leave. I say we bring back at least two hundred if we're gonna let him keep it. I don't know, Haldar. What do you think? Yeah, you know, Gloria, I I I feel for the guy. I do, but there's a lot of kids here. We gotta help them. I'll try and un, I'll try and lend my skills to the shoemaker and try and make some of his money back. But I think these kids need the money more than they do. Okay. Torn. I'm too torn. Because you're right. Rules are rules. You have to follow the rules. We promised a thing, and also like you can't. The law is that you're not supposed to steal from people, and that's but... you know, important or whatever society. It is for orphans. But yeah, it's so many orphans. So many. Okay, you know what? Like, I think you're right. We we'll just we'll take the hundred then. So, do y'all want to keep the hundred for yourself? Because that is actually the amount that and, um, and offer to lend my skills and artificer to help make some of that money back. Um, so, like, you can take it now and like not even have to deal <laughs> with him again. Or uh, do you want to like take that to him? Um, I, yeah, I would rather not take that money <laughs> between really, orphans and a sick child. <laughs> we've really been, yeah, we've really we've really been hired to like resolve a conflict between two people who are two groups that are both being victimized by like something else. This sucks. Yeah. I am going to turn to Brass really quick. Um, mm-hmm. We will take your deal and I have another deal for you on the table. If you're worried about the nuns asking you where this come from, came from, I can pretend to be some rich noble donating this money so you don't have to worry about that. And, you know, if the opportunity ever arises and you see my signature in someone's pocket around here, maybe just take it and rip it up. That's all you have to do. I have a question. Yes. The nuns, do they do healing of any kind? These nuns do not. They are more of just like people running the house uh, for the children. Right. They don't get many resources, uh, magical or otherwise, um, from any organization. Much for the, the kids, they they really need this, and I appreciate you helping me cover. I will definitely seek out your name and fix your issue. Okay, she puts her hand out to shake. He reaches his hand out and shakes yours as well. Okay, um, 
So do you want to give me the gold and I will bring it to the orphanage? Are you all taking that 100 to Lestrade or are you going yeah. to just not interact with him again? We're going to take it to him. You are? Uh, I'm afraid of that, but we should. Uh, so you go back to Lestrade. What are you going to tell him as to why you only have Um I say we tell him. Oh, sorry. I was no, thinking that we could tell him that we were chasing who we thought had the money and they dropped the pur- the purse. We picked it up and that's all that was inside. Do we want to directly lie to him? I feel like we shouldn't directly lie to him. I feel like if we just say this is all we could find. I was thinking about that, but he, he's got like, a sick child and, and I know if it was me, I would put my child above all else. So. Yeah, I was going to say we should just tell him it is... The most we could get back during our investigation in the safest way possible. That's what I mean, right? Not a lie. Well, I mean, also, right? We didn't. We didn't. I don't know how to say this. We didn't. We didn't not. T- we didn't not try to get more because we were afraid of fighting this guy. Yeah. So we don't even have to say that it was for safety. Like, this I is mean, the most. If we, if we did it technically, if we did take the money, it would technically impact the safety of those kids. That's true. So, <laughs> like, this is what we could get back feels honest to me without. I mean, obviously, it omits all of the most important, it, all the most important details, but other than that, it feels honest. You know what? Thank you, Al, for keeping us honest. <laughs> I'm good with that. Theoretically, I yeah. yeah. All right. So yeah. So you'll you'll take him the one hundred, and um, he'll be very very confused, but nonetheless appreciative that he got something back, uh, rather than you know being completely, uh, you know, covered in debt. Much more. Um, we're gonna skip in time a little bit for about a week. Yeah. So we're going to skip in time a little bit for a week. He, he doesn't really have much to ask oh, actually, of uh, Haldor, but um, he he does. Um, oh. Oh, go ahead. If there's time, like after a long rest, I could probably try to like cast Lesser Restoration on his sick child and see if that would help. Ooh. Well, they've already mentioned that uh, none of the clerics or paladins in this town or the nearby oh, one have then. been able to help her. Uh, she's only been getting um, treatment, yeah, specifically from this clinic. Uh, they figured out how to treat it, yet somehow magic just didn't work. Okay. But yeah, so um, he, a, a week or so later, um, he finds the three of you, uh, and he says that... <laughs> He knows what you've done. Uh, How dare you? And he is angry enough that he provokes attack. Um, Excuse me? Excuse me? you would like to roll initiative. I try to intimidate him, or are we going straight into initiative? Uh, It's like a straight into it. Uh, kind of situation. Like, he's walking up on y'all. 
Oh boy. It's not necessarily bad. It just you know, we're not we're not the the beefiest. None of us are melee fight. Are you? I am okay. Melee esque of a build. Yeah, I not amazing. It's also why I took like the sword fighting part. <laughs> I was like, just in case. Okay, uh, Glory, you, you said you had rolled your initiative? Thirteen. And is that total? Yeah. Okay. Just want to double check. Just let me know as y'all roll it. Oh, initiative is two. Wait, so, which means I got a nat. I got a... Does nat one matter for initiative, or is it just I got a very bad roll? I find it depends on the DM. Yeah, I'm. I I don't have it matter for uh, initiative as far as right now. I have a, a sheet that we can look at for later, which might give us some some fun things to do with that later. But for today, twelve. I'll just take take the two. Okay, Glory, you are up first, and uh, we're just gonna pretend that Brassy's character here is gonna be Rod, and I'll have him like a little bit away from y'all. And if y'all want to go ahead and like do um, a setup of how you want to stand, that's fine too. I am. We'll just use this section for that. No. I am going to cast Blade Ward on myself, and I'm going to jump in front of my friends. And yeah, that that's it for me. So what does uh, Blade Ward do? Um, until the end of your next turn, you have resistance against bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing damage dealt by weapons. Oh. Don't know if he has a weapon or not, but you know. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. He does have a weapon. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, in fact, he is next. Uh, Lestrade is going to take his turn. Yeah, she's standing with her arms out wide like that. Like, no, take me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, let me. Um. Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's gonna just make one uh, long sword attack. Uh, yeah. So he missed you, uh, just by a little bit, but he definitely missed you. Okay. Okay. All right. So yeah, uh, Haldor, if you'll take your turn. <laughs> um. Yeah, I want to move up next to next to Glory and. Just try and reason with them and say, we don't want to fight you. We did the best we could. That's all we could do. Um, he, he kind of uh, looks down for a second. He's like, I know, but she's dying. Someone has to pay. So he's pretty, pretty roughed up about it. I will use shield on myself. Alright. Uh, and Al. I'm going to cast command. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to command him to halt. Okay. That's a whiz save. Gotcha. DC 12. He rolls exactly a 12. Oh. <laughs> and he has a plus zero to his bonus. Can I say something also? Yeah. Uh, if you want to, if you want to, like, 
come with us and take it from the orphans. You know, go ahead. Uh, are we contributing to try to do something with the clinic? We, like, don't want to fight us. He, um, at this point, you can kind of see him, like, he is possibly on the brink of insanity from how little sleep he's been getting. Um, and all the distress, and he's just like, I have no qualms with the children, just you. Uh, and he's like, almost getting a little twitchy. Is there a way in 5e to like, call, do it, like, I know in like, in 3rd, there was like, subdual damage, which I know is not a thing yeah, anymore. Yeah, not lethal. Not lethal. Just to, yeah. Oh! Knock yeah. Him out. If you ever want to do, like, non-lethal damage, like, you just say, like, I want to damage him, but if it's going to kill him, I don't want it to kill him. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Um, That's totally fine. I have two ways I can take this, and I don't know which one is better. I have a... I have a question. In this week, have we seen any pictures of a spouse or his daughter? Um, that would mean questioning, have you been to his house in the week? I assumed we did, only because Halder was, like, helping him try to earn some of the money back. Okay, so, um, you might have seen pictures of, of Zoe, his daughter, uh, but as far as a wife, uh, you haven't really seen anything. At least, uh, that isn't super old and maybe kept away. Because a single dad, that just makes it sadder. <laughs> Okay, so no one judge me because what I'm about to do might be a little bit fucked. Um, I'm gonna cast disguise self on myself to look like Zoe. No. Oh. You can't just say nobody judge me. No. And then do something. <laughs> I do. Uh. Sorry, I have like no good spells. Here's the thing, though. You're gonna cast this right in front of him. There's not really gonna be much of an illusion. It's just gonna be more of, like, a psych thing for him to fight against. Good. But he still knows it's not his daughter. Yeah, this is... <laughs> this is some Hilda Hilda shit. This is a big prank. It is some Hilda Hilda shit. This is some, like, fucked up, like, why would you do this? <laughs> It's a strong choice. It's everything else is <laughs> listen, Glory's panicking, yeah. okay? It's a strong chaotic choice. Like I'm a very chaotic person. Um, <laughs> oh, I almost crowd. <laughs> so yeah, I am I am going to do that and then I'm going to try and hug him. <laughs> Yeah. Um, uh, here is a question for you then. Could you please roll a sleight of hand to push his sword out of the way oh, before you hug him? <laughs> Fifteen? Okay, yeah. You, you move it so you can get your arms around him safely. Uh, he is caught a bit off guard oh. and, uh, does, like, like, kind of drop the sword for a second, and, like, he's like, what have you done? 
why are you hurt? And he, he almost kind of like gets even deeper into the crazy. Uh, cause he, he does not know if this is real anymore. <laughs> and I'm just gonna like pass that, like he's not gonna do anything else but like stand in shock and almost horror. Because he's not sure no. what's happening. Uh, and it's going to go to hell. Maybe we should just leave. Excuse me. So while Glory has him grappled, essentially, um, I'm, I'm going to talk to him again. Look, this isn't good for you or your daughter. If you fall here today, what will she do without you? She'll have no hope without you. You have to survive for her. Just trying to plead with him. Uh, yeah, Ellie like can notice in his eyes like you've you've struck like his chords just right. Like he's he's like yeah, you're you're right. And he kind of uh, instinctively at that point pushes Glory off of him. He's like, go get off me. Um, and he he kind of uh he he falls to his knees for a second and says, I, I'm sorry, you're, you're right. You, you did what you could, given the circumstances. I, uh, I am worth more to her alive. Uh, and he picks up his sword, sheaths it, and, uh, kind of slowly walks back towards where his helmet is. Literally, that worked, but that was very fucked up. Glory drops the spell, and she's like, I, I don't know, I panicked. Y'all, I panicked. And then, uh, one last thing about the end of our tale here. Uh, so, after, um, a couple, uh, more days, um, you hear, uh, that Zoe has passed, um, he was unable to continue receiving treatment. Um, and then not long after she dies, uh, her father also dies just out of heartbreak. Um, but in good news, you uh, you hear the children of the orphanage are fully clothed, able to learn more. And a lot of them are becoming happy and fully integrating themselves into society, um, unlike the many that had fallen to the streets from when Brass went there. So you are still heroes. Do have one more note uh, on that, and I think I closed it. Oh well, I know what it is. Uh, you also hear word back from Brass, as well as from other people in the town. You've uh, you've heard that Laughter is dead. He was found murdered, uh, and there were <laughs> rips of paper covering his body. <laughs> oh, Brass, damn! What an overachiever. Glory was thinking like a stealth mission, not a murder But I think also when we were confronting Lestrade, we were thinking beat him up and not <laughs> gaslight him into But also But also, uh Glory, please remember, uh Laughter told you where to find brass, and so stitches get stitches yeah. get stitches. <laughs> Okay. Yeah. That's what she's gonna tell herself. 
this is yeah this is, this is there's a lot, a lot yeah no what yeah no having the laughter is absolutely not your fault um and god one of these days the real enemy is not going to be like societal <laughs> systems that cause everyone to be this poor but well hopefully glory learns some better combat spells after today i was uh, if i didn't have to cook dinner for my housemates tonight i was gonna be like okay can we go to the fucking clinic and intimidate them into treating zoe <laughs> like we will we will fuck you up we will keep fucking i just put an eldritch cannon right down in the hallway all right what do you do for it you gonna and do they're it? like you know we have to buy stuff too and they're like, great okay who 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 are your fucking creditors or whatever We have this whole like high school campaign we're gonna do, but <laughs> sorry, it's this now. Intimidating the local healthcare workers. <laughs> the corporate structure. We're taking out big pharma until we become big pharma. We become the very thing we swore to destroy. I disguised myself as big pharma. <laughs> uh. Oh. <laughs> All right. I love it. I think this was a great warm-up. Yeah. Uh, my character's supposed to be order domain, um, and I was very much like, break the fucking promise. But... But I feel like... What kind of order? Because order is a very loose thing. Cause it, is it order within your own morals? Yeah. Or is it order within other people's morals? Well, my whole thing was my character was going to be conflicted and, like, order domain because I'm, like, very committed to, like, the social mm. order of a high school. But also, like, internally, I'm like, this doesn't fucking make sense, but I, like, have to do this to survive. Like, I'm a neutral good order domain cleric. Yeah. Yeah. I am just <laughs> chaos incarnate. <laughs> I love the chaos. We, You know, we gotta have some shenanigans, yeah. you know? Well, you know, Glory is very much like an instinct actor. Mm -hmm. Like... The way I've been trying to play her is I only give myself 45 second timers to pick a spell <laughs> if I'm going to cast one. Nice. I love that. Mm -hmm. Because like, I feel like that's I, who she is. I feel like some of the way she expresses herself like towards other people uh, is almost like if you've seen Friends when Joey yeah. walks into a room. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's the vibe I'm getting. <laughs> Yeah, she's very friendly. <laughs> Not the smartest, but Means very well. friendly. <laughs> yeah, she makes <laughs> willingly signs away autographs. You know, no one had brought this up to her. Yeah, until maybe there's now. just so many out there. It's just diluted the power. Or one day <laughs> she's gonna go psycho because so many people are controlling her. <laughs> it's that with name magic so you can um, curse someone if you have their name um, or you can you know it's it's one of those types of things uh, definitely if you ever go to the Fey Wild do not give anyone your name you know I don't know if Glory's ever been so I don't know if she has that uh, wisdom I try everything once uh, I am gonna have to get going uh, to cook house dinner okay uh, 
this was very fun, and I look yeah, forward to the actual campaign next week. And now that I have great big deadline yeah. and show, I will try to be more present in the discussion as well. Oh, you're you're fine. You you do your life as you need. Trying to balance <laughs> multiple yes. things, but most people can do multiple things. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Good night, everyone. Good night. Have a good one. Good luck with it all, though. Thank you. Like the show? It was good. It went well, by the way. Thank you. I was (laughs) nervous. But, yeah. Bye. Bye. I love J. Paul's character. Yeah. I love it, too. I. She's so. I. Feels like who I. thought I was at one point. Um but I was probably even quieter than that. Just all of that was internal. I actually hadn't left the voice channel yet, so that was very sweet to hear. But I'm like actually going well, now. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> yeah, oh I'm excited yeah. to see all the My characters. Voice. Oh yeah. It's gonna be great. And I've um let me see, I've got a couple more of the NPCs to build, but I've gotten some really cool maps. <laughs> yeah. So next yeah. week we're going to session one. Yes. And I've been, like, I think there's only one more part of it that I have to write out, and it's going to be the longest part, but it should be fun. It'll be very time sensitive. Ooh. <laughs> My timer <laughs> will love that. <laughs> No, this was the first. This is the first time I've ever done like a timer for a character, and I'm kind of loving it because like it makes me panic, and I'm like, Ugh. it's it's like yeah. in, it really makes you do an instinct choice. Yeah. Though so I don't know. And with a character about. with lower intelligence, with a lower intelligence character, it would be yeah. more relying on instinct. Yeah, I don't know what that says about me though. That I was like, let's just be his like dying daughter. It worked. It worked. I was like, I'm not sure. I love it. It, it horrifyingly worked. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Was it worth it? I don't know. That poor man. That I mean, poor man. He died in the end. So. No, yeah, I mean, he died, but his daughter died first, and so he had to live through that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I have cure wounds, but I feel like that's not going to cut it. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm rubbish with the with the healing, so I don't think I have anything that heals. I mean, the upside is it sounds like we yeah. have two healers and two semi <laughs> fighters. I have like, like they're not like plans for Glory, but I have like little threads in my head where like if something traumatic really happens, she might end up multiclassing in something else. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see how it goes.